Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in thy house. God's word for today. We're reading from Exodus chapter 18, beginning in verse 1. When Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard of all that God had done for Moses and for Israel, his people, and that the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt, then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took Zipporah, Moses' wife, after he had sent her back, and her two sons, of which the name of the one was Gershon, for he said, I have been an alien in a strange land. And the name of the other was Eliezer, for the God of my, of my father, said he, was mine help and delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with his sons and his wife unto Moses unto the wilderness where he had camped at the Mount of God. And he said unto Moses, I, thy father-in-law, Jethro, am come unto thee and thy wife and her two sons with her. And Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and did obeisance and kissed him. And they asked each other of their welfare, and they came into the tent. And Moses told his father-in-law of all that the Lord had done unto Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake, and all the travail that had come upon them by the way, and how the Lord delivered them. And Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness which the Lord had done to Israel, whom he was delivered, whom he had delivered out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord who hath delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of Pharaoh, who hath delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods, for in thing in the thing wherein they dealt proudly, he was above them. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took a burnt offering and sacrifices for God. And Aaron came and all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moses' father-in-law before God. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood by Moses from the morning until the evening. And when Moses' father-in-law <clears throat> saw all that he did to the people. He said, what is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone, and all the people stand by thee from morning unto even? And Moses said unto his father-in-law, because the people come unto me to inquire of God. When they have a matter, they come unto me, and I judge between one and another, and I do make them know the statutes of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, The thing that thou doest is not good. Thou wilt surely wear away both thou and this people that is with thee, for this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. Hearken now unto my voice. I will give thee counsel, and God will be with thee. Be thou for the people to Godward, 
that thou mayest bring the causes unto God. And thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws and shalt show them the way wherein they must walk and the work that they must do. This part of history speaks much wisdom to humanity. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took his daughter, Moses' wife, and his grandsons to Moses in the wilderness after Israel's deliverance from Egypt. This created the opportunity for Moses to let the people see him as father and husband. Then Jethro realized the burdens upon Moses as he met to instruct all the Israel alone and at once advised him that was too tedious and wearisome of us and suggested to him to select uh, some trustworthy men Instruct and teach them and let them teach and instruct the same to smaller groups. The wisdom was just as in our countries with democratic governments. The president has governors over states under him and then senators and then city mayors and city councilmen, etc. to help them to perform the tasks that are necessary for the good of the people. If you, if you treat an individual as he is, he will remain how he is. But if you treat him as if he were what he ought to be and could be, he will become what he ought to be and could be. Geth. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, our risen Lord, we give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory again this morning. Thank you, new Lord God, for your love, your mercy, your kindness, God, the compassion that you show us in spite of us. We thank you, and we give you praise and honor this morning. We ask you first and foremost, God, that if you would be so kind again this morning to please forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word and deed or in thought that again today, that you would take pleasure in leading us and guiding us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. That you would take pleasure in continuing to allow love, joy, peace, and happiness to fill our lives. God, again today and again, God, out of your goodness and your mercy, God, you're going to allow healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation to overtake us as we go. And for that, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you this morning, Holy Father, for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. God, how you've allowed us to experience this new day, reminding us that you're God and you're God alone. It is you that have made us and not we ourselves. And for that, we thank you, God. Hallelujah. Because we know that when we fell asleep last night, as far as the control that we had, it was over. But you allowed us to awake to this new day with the saints of our mind, activity of our limbs, because only you can do that. And for that, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. And God, and we ask you again, God, today to just lead us and guide us. God, that we move forward to the form to pass you set before us today, that we do it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence. We do it, God, being reminded of your word and your promises that you never leave us nor forsake us. So wherever we find ourselves, God, we know that you're there with us. And we're not going to let our faith waver, whatever the circumstances might be because we know that you're good for your promises. 
We ask you, Lord God, again, to keep us steadfast and focused because your word helps us to understand that with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. And since you are for us, then who can be against us? So again, this morning, we give you thanks. We give you praise and honor and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. Hallelujah. We ask you, God, again this morning, if you'd be so kind to look in on every church, God, whatever the size of the church population, God, but where people are standing and preaching the truth, God, and preaching the gospel, teaching the gospel, God, which is the power of God under salvation, so saith the scripture. God, to help us to know how to seek you in sincerity and in truth, to help us to see ourselves in the darkness that we are in without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God, and when they do that, when they teach and they preach, and they preach without fear, favoritism, or compromise, when they preach and they teach with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence, God, they're going to help those, God, that don't know and are not sure. God, because of the clarity of the instruction of your word, God, hallelujah, as the prophet said, your people, your pastors are going to feed the people with knowledge, God, and understanding. And so as you anoint, as you commission the pastors to go out and to preach, God, in the name of Jesus, God, to the congregation that you've allowed them to shepherd, hallelujah, God, they're going to seek you to preach and to teach the truth and nothing but the truth. God, because there are still those that don't know and don't know that they don't know and they're in darkness and don't realize it, hallelujah. And when we begin to share with them that we too was once just like them and where they are, and that is because we had some academics, God, that we thought that we were all right and we had it together. But then you allowed someone into our life that had the baptism of your spirit and on a mission for you that they began to share your word, God, and its intended purpose, and it pricked our hearts. And when you decided, God, you baptized us with the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, God, that we can be, as you allowed those people to be a change in our life, that brought clarity to us, brought understanding of your word to us. We know this morning that it is our charge to help other people that don't know and don't know that they don't know to come out of that darkness they're in by shining the light of the knowledge of the gospel in their life through demonstration, through all manner of conversation, helping the people to see, hallelujah, that we don't walk, God, like they're walking, God, only in secular wisdom and worldly wisdom, but we walk by faith in the old gospel, <clears throat> knowing that with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we have the indwelling of the Christ of God, God, and with this power, we have power of all the pen, the power of the enemy. God, and nothing by any means shall hurt us, God, and we're going to do what you've charged us to do. God, and it's going to help people to be strong, to be understanding, God, of this gospel. Hallelujah. God, in the name of Jesus Christ, God, and with the effectiveness, with the purpose, with the pride, with the purpose of the preaching of the gospel by your pastors, God, and every believer, as they witness to people about your goodness, God, you're going to move with your anointing in their life. You're going to let the anointing be upon your words. It's going to prick the people's heart. And they will give heed to our counsel, God. And when they seek you in sincerity and in truth, it is our hope and prayer that you will bring them out of the darkness that they're in into this marvelous light that you have created for the righteous, God, into this kingdom of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank you, God. We praise you, God. And we ask you, Lord, to because of the preaching with the clarity and understanding, God, with the truth and the mercy and the knowledge of you, that we are helping to spread and to demonstrate people. God, even when you allow them to be overcome with a sickness or malady of some sort, 
some disease, God, or whatever it might be. We're going to be, keep ourselves reminded that you're God and you promise that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. So wherever we are, whatever the sickness is, whatever the valley experience, whatever, God, the disease might be, whatever the affliction might be, we're going to maintain our trust in you, God, hallelujah, because we are trusting your word and you said that you would never leave us. So we know that you're right there with us. God, and we know that we continue to pray and to seek you even in that sick bed that you're going to get us out of those sick beds and back on our feet like you're going to do something even today. God, you're going to turn things around in their life. You're going to, the sickness, God, hallelujah, because all of this pestilence that's in the land because of rebellion and disobedience, God, you're going to demonstrate your presence. You're going to demonstrate your power. You're going to let the people get out of those sick beds and back on their feet. And the people are going to be astonished and astounded and amazed because they thought that it was all over because their faith, they had no faith. God, they didn't trust you as they should, but you allowed one of your chosen to be afflicted, God, that you could allow your, the demonstration of your presence, God, be demonstrated in their lives that you might save some. So when they begin to seek you in sincerity and in truth, God, we're praying and praying for them and with them that the doctors will receive the Holy Ghost. The nurses will receive the Holy Ghost. And all the people, God, that work in these medical facilities or medical uh, places, God, establishments, God, they will hear the truth. They will see the truth and they will seek you for to be saved. And you're going to save God. Hallelujah. Not You're going to not just the doctor and the nurses, God, but you're going to save the x-ray technician. You'll save the custodial workers. You'll save, God, the kitchen help. God, you'll save all the assistants, God, in whatever capacity they serve. God, because you allowed your son or your daughter into their presence, demonstrating help, hope and faith in you. And when you found that God, holy God, you saved them, Lord God, and they will begin to imply God and to preach and to demonstrate the truth that you brought them into in their lives, wherever they are. God and others can come out of darkness into this marvelous light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And for that alone this morning, we give you thanks, God, because we know, God, that some somewhere today that you're going to save somebody. God, and whether we know it or not, God, hallelujah, as long as they surrender to you, God, and you save them from this underworld generation, that's all that matters. And we ask you, God, for those that have lost their way by allowing themselves to be influenced by Satan and those that allow Satan to manipulate them and use them to draw people from the truth, God, hallelujah. We know that in this last day that there's a great falling away, and we know, God, that the, the Satan is behind it, God, to deceive people, to tell people that the, the holiness that we seek to walk in, the holiness that we are desirous of demonstrating, God explaining the mercy that you want demonstrated, God, the forgiveness that you want demonstrated, the prayer for one another that you want demonstrated, God, hallelujah, the people are going to understand, they're going to see it, they're going to witness it, they're going to cry out to you, God, and they're going to realize that they allowed their feelings and emotions to control their decision-making and they made decisions that they should not have made and they find themselves in a dark place. They find themselves, God, struggling again and they're going to recognize the struggle and they're going to realize it's because they allowed themselves to be lured away from them who that you told us to come out from among them. 
They're going to realize that they were influenced by those that didn't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost because your word let us know, God, that the things of God are spiritually discerned. God, hallelujah. And when you hear that cry, God, and they're crying out in sincerity. Lord, I knew better. I messed up. I made a bad mistake. God, but if you'd be so kind, please forgive me and refresh me and restore me. And when you hear the sincerity of that cry, you're going to move by your spirit, God, and you're going to refresh them. You're going to reaffirm them. You're going to reinstate them, get them back on the right path in life. They're going to go on the witness and demonstrate this gospel of Jesus Christ again, helping those that don't know and don't know that they don't know to have a firsthand experience of what having the indwelling of the Christ of God is, what it does. God and they'll begin to seek you to be saved. And when they do, and they do it, God, you're going to save them too. And for that, we say, thank you, God, because only you can do it. We ask you further, God, for those that have lost their self-sufficiency, God, because of the your great armor that you've loosed in the land, God, your fury, your wrath, your indignation, God, you're moving, God, on the children of disobedience, God, and there'll be those that, God, are in control of the, the great, of corporate, of the corporations that from which just everybody get, have jobs on one level or another. God, but then there are those that put in the hard work, those that work the long hours. The people don't pay them the hours and the hourly wages and all the salaries that they're worth for the work that they get done, for their productivity, that the money that that's being brought in by them for the production that these people, that they underpay, these people that they don't support with benefits as they should. God, and you're shutting them down. You're causing them to, to be strained and stressed. God, because you're allowing things to happen even in another land that's impacting what's happening right here in America. God, it's impacting others in other lands, God. But you're moving by your spirit because when the people realize that they're in error, they're allowing their feelings and emotions to control them. God, hallelujah, they're going to cry out, Lord. And when they begin to turn, God, the, your people, the, those of the household of faith that have lost their self-sufficiency and financial independence, God, because you are working on the hearts and the minds of those that have the wealth and have the affluence, God, that you're going to grant a restoration of independence, God, and self-sufficiency for those that are seeking you. And it's going to impact the lives of those around them. And they're going to be able to recognize that all they did, they kept praying. They kept praying and they kept saying and in their discussion and in their talks and in their conversation, they would always be talking about God's going to work it out somehow. God, hallelujah, when those negative uh, people, God, when those that don't believe, when those that talked about the believer, when they see what you are doing, hopefully and prayerfully, God, that these people will turn away from the darkness that they're in and begin to seek you in sincerity. And in truth, God, when they see you putting people back, God, and they become self-sufficient, you keep, you're granting restoration and you're repairing the breaches. The people get their livelihoods back. They will even become business owners themselves. God, you're going to restore that self-sufficiency that they'll be able, God, to take care of their families and their responsibilities and even be a better support and help to their local church. We thank you. We praise you. And we honor you, Lord. God, and we ask you, God, again today to turn every home into Mahosha. Turn Turn, God, hallelujah. We pray this morning, every home into a God presence home 
where the reading of your word and praying you and seeking you in sincerity and in truth is being demonstrated. And when the people realize, God, all of the lying and the swearing and the fussing and the cussing and all of this negativity in the home every day and every night, the children in rebellion is talking back to the parents without respect. They're running in the streets because they think they're grown. God, hallelujah, but if they were that grown, they would be on their own. They would be self-sufficient. They would be living a righteous and a holy life. But because they don't know and don't know that they don't know, but because those that believe begin to pray and to seek you, God is going to bring about the change in their life and they're going to realize the peace and the love. God, in those homes, that they will get out of those homes and get to the sanctuary to worship you in the beauty of holiness in your sanctuary. And you're going to save them from this underworld generation. We thank you this morning, God, because only you can do it. We know, God, that you're on the move. You're stirring and you're doing things, God. Hallelujah. God, but we ask you again this morning, God, to strengthen the hearts and comfort and console those that have lost loved ones. God, and their hearts are heavy and they're struggling to make good decisions because of the loss of that loved one. But we're asking you by faith in Jesus' name to strengthen them. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, God, that they will continue to move forward and believe and live their life in such a fashion that will give you glory and you'll continue to strengthen them to be who you would charge us to be. So we thank you this morning. We give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory. And again, God, we are thanking you, God, for all those that we are aware of that are sick and shut in, those that we are not, but they'll, so wherever they are, they're crying out to you. God, and we are praying, God, that our prayer, God, will touch you on their behalf and with them, that you're going to get them out of those sick beds, Lord, for those that have lost their way, that our prayers coupled with their prayers, and we're doing it by faith in Jesus' name, that you're going to turn people around and get them back on the right path in life for those. God, you're going to restore the self-sufficiency. You're going to restore, God, the comfort and direction for those that have lost loved ones. You're going to turn God homes and the prayer centers, Lord, to give you glory and to give you honor because we know that the Lord Jesus Christ left it on record that a man must be born again of the water and of the spirit. And we realize, God, hallelujah, that when Jesus said that to Nicodemus, that a man must be born again, that promise came to fruition on the day of Pentecost because Jesus had let them know that he would not leave them comfortless, that he would send another comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. And when that, hallelujah, God, when that prophecy came to fulfillment, God, in that 120 in that upper room came out, God, under the anointing, under the power of the indwelling of your spirit, God, and they began to speak as you allowed them to speak in every dialect of Jewry that was present that day. God, and the people began to hear what was being said. The people began to cry out to, Lord, what must we do to be saved? And you begin, God, to let them know that you must repent and be baptized in water in Jesus' name and you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and another 3,000 souls got added. God, in that day, Lord, and we thank you, we praise you, and you're still moving in the same fashion today. God, and for the preachers and the teachers and the people, God, that refuse to teach it and to preach it. God, I pray for them this morning that you stir their minds don't let them be at peace, God, when they have read the truth, but they won't preach the truth and they're holding back because of filth and lucre, because of God uh, having favor, God, with, with some people and some folks, God. But we know God stirred their hearts, God. Hallelujah. 
God will just stop them from preaching if they won't preach the truth, that the truth can move forward. The people can be saved from this underworld generation. So again, I'm asking the Lord God again today, let the preachers preach without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but to preach with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence, so that on the day that the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds with God with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the scriptures as the scriptures teach us that the dead in Christ, God at the sounding of that trump, shall rise from the grave, and for those that are alive on the earth that have the baptism of the Holy Ghost within dwelling of the Christ of God, they shall be caught up together to go meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord because we know that we're going to shake off this old house because the scripture teaches us that we have another building that's eternal in the heavens. So God, we look, hallelujah, to those days. We look, God, to that day that we be caught up to meet the Lord, hallelujah, and come home to be with you. So again, this morning, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, we give you praise, we shout hallelujah. Thank you, God, and we know that you're God and you're God alone. We know that it's you that have made us and not we ourselves. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, and we believe, God, that you're going to save. In Jesus' name, amen, and we thank you, God, hallelujah, and we do believe it so. Thank you, God. Good morning again, everybody. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem and nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle and if you continue, hallelujah, to believe it and confess it and prophesy to yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous and I'm saved right now. Hallelujah. And you just move forward and be obedient to the word of the charge of God. God going to turn things around in your life. Hallelujah. And all of this healing and deliverance and prosperity and salvation is going to manifest itself in your lives. And when people see you and hear your testimony, it's going to happen for them too when they believe God unto salvation. So we thank you. Hallelujah. God, just go your way today, God, and, and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do you also unto them. Because God that sits high and he sits low, he looks low. He's omniscient, he's omnipresent, he's omnipotent. He has the power to do anything, anywhere, all the time because he knows everything. He knows our thoughts even before we can think them. So we know and we trust God today. So again, you go well. And as you would that men should do unto you, do you also unto them.